Hi, everyone. Happy New Year once again. Like I said last time, uh, we're still in, under the spirit of the celebrations, Christmas, New Year. So, about how about your resolutions? How are you? How are you? Are they doing? How are you doing towards your resolutions? So, and uh, this is the second part of our interview with our friend uh, Nat, our special uh, guest. Uh, hi Nat, uh, good morning. Good morning, happy new year once again. Yes, yes, thank you so much, thank you for coming. Yeah, so just to finish our uh, conversation from last week, so basically we were talking about uh, the benefits that uh, people with disability have in countries like, uh, developed countries like Canada, and we were talking about uh, uh, people with uh, sightless uh, situation, for example, condition. Uh, the kind of benefits they may take from the CNIB and the other, other organizations. But the main question for you today, I would like to get an input from you, is about the mobility accommodations, like what kind of accommodations people get in countries like Canada, uh, people with disability, but especially blind people. So based on your experience, what kind of accommodation people obtain in terms of transportation and uh, this is also uh, for us an opportunity to send a message to other countries other communities for the leaders to think about it to provide accommodations for people with disabilities so what is your input in this matter well fernando if you're talking specifically about mobility do you want to focus or uh Accommodations in general. Yeah, we can go in details. Uh, we can uh, talk about um, uh, mobility in terms of, for example, the training people obtain, for example, with a blind situation, what kind of uh, training they have, maybe using a cane or other, or any other tools. I don't know if there is another other tools beside the cane. And then we can talk about, uh, for example, uh, the transportation means? Sure. Mm -hmm. So, starting with the mobility, if you're totally blind, you, you know, you use a, a white cane to let uh, other people know that you're blind. It's, it identifies you as a blind person and your mobility is, is restricted, you know, by a lot of dynamics. You know. <clears throat> uh, so, the cane tells the other person, beside the person, to be considerate. To respect you, give you, you know, um, assistance if you need it, mm -hmm. and it helps you uh, to detect obstacles in front of you. You know, you've been taught how to use your cane, so you know. Uh, so this is very, very important that blind people get this kind of training to, to get around it and become more independent to, you know, go places where they want to go. The other aid is, of course, you but know, uh, let's just let's go on the cane. So, how to how do people get cane? Like the cane uh, is very simple to get. You go to the CNIB and you tell them that you need a cane. The government gives you one cane a year. Not that you would need a cane every year, but in the year that you need them, you go and you get yourself a new cane. Again, it's through ADP, so you pay your. 25%, whatever, and if you don't know the ESP, I guess it's fully paid. We talked about this last week, right? Mm -hmm. Simple. The other method is uh, dogs, seeing eye dogs, mm -hmm. guide, guide dogs. Wow. Some people feel more confident 
more independent to walk with a dog. They rely on the dog even for balance. You know, they, they walk better with a dog. Um, and, and also, um, they walk faster and more con more confident. A dog doesn't work for everybody. A lot of people prefer a cane. A lot of people will use both, a dog and a cane. So that basically covers the mobility. Now, yeah, so, but before so, to go to another subtopic, right? Uh, yet uh, on the, the uh, using of cane, mm. like uh, there is a specific period of uh, time for people to learn how to use the cane, and also for a dog. Uh, so, what is the length of time uh, for people to get a training for the dog? It just it just so, depends. There's so many dog schools that you can go to. Uh, so it depends on the type of training that they offer. You go with the dog, some is six weeks. Typically, I think guess it's about four to six weeks mm -hmm. training at the school. And, and uh, do you remember any specific place, like a province or city? Like there are so many. You know, mm -hmm. the CNIB is even starting a program now mm -hmm. to train dogs. Mm -hmm. There's one a school in Oakville and a school in, in Ottawa in Canada. Those are the ones I know of in Canada. Mm -hmm. There are schools in the States, mm -hmm. in California, mm -hmm. New Jersey. Because I remember like uh, dogs are really very meaningful. Are really like, uh, they act like human beings. They're very intelligent. Helping people to And cross the street. Yeah. They're very intelligent. Wow. Once they're trained, mm -hmm. uh, you know, like <clears throat> other people, other dis disabled people with different disabilities mm -hmm. also have service dogs, you know, it's the same thing, mm -hmm. more or less. Uh, except that these dogs are actually, you know, specialized in, in guiding you. Mm -hmm. And uh, you're right, they do a very good job, excellent job. Mm -hmm. And it may take like six months training for a dog, using the dog? About six weeks typically. Oh. And the, the system... Uh, then you have to work with the dog yourself after that. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, more, the, the, every dog is different, every person is different, but you get matched up with a dog that suits your personality. Mm -hmm. Close, closest, you know. So, mm -hmm. and also the system of uh, obtaining a dog, the system of payment is also the same through ADP. You think so? Those uh, dogs are, are, are um, you know, the payment. Uh, it doesn't doesn't cost anything, as far as I understand. Mm -hmm. For the person, to, like you don't have to pay anything, but mm -hmm. to train one of those dogs and. To, feed them and, and look after and everything else, you're talking thousands of dollars. You know? mm -hmm. I, I can't be <clears throat> precise on that, mm -hmm. but, you know, not so, and some schools also will, will, <clears throat> will also help you after you get the dog with uh, the vet care, you know, and everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can even get support for that through some schools. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, you want to add something else in terms of uh, the use of uh, cane and the dog? Well, <clears throat> I mean, before to as, go to as the far, as far as getting around, transportation uh, means, yeah. you know, as far as getting around, that's mm, that's your basic tools. Mm -hmm. um, you also have to be trained. Uh, <clears throat> you have to be trained to recognize obstacles, even to know, to kind of perceive obstacles somehow. You know, like <clears throat> one one good tip for mobility. <clears throat> you know, the, the the bats are blind. You know that eh? bats don't see, right? But bats, they go by sound to find their way around. So this technique can also be used by a blind person. It's called echolocation. Oh. And you know, typically you, you sense your surroundings 
if something is around you <clears throat> or how far it is away from you, mm-hmm. how closely you are, close you are to it by maybe simply snapping your fingers or standing uh, your feet hard, you know, with your feet, <clears throat> and then your sound will bounce back, and so you know mm-hmm. how close you are to an object and how to even even you can detect the shape of the object that way, <laughs> more or less, you know. Mm-hmm. So no, that's a, that's another very good technique. Mm-hmm. And do you have an idea, still talking about the use of cane, do you have an idea about um, the invention of uh, automatic cane? That, uh, you know, the simplest <coughs> devices kind of are sensors. The, the simplest devices are the best, you know. Mm-hmm. The cane is so simple, mm-hmm. so practical. <coughs> Now you have attachments that you can put on your cane and which let, let, let you detect obstacles that are too high for the cane to to catch mm-hmm. uh, and and uh, the way that works basically it works in it vibrates like there's a little clip you know that uh, you get attached to your cane and then another part goes to your breast pocket or something like that mm-hmm. and so when you approach say a, a, a tree um, or branches that are over your head or something you mm-hmm. know that You wouldn't detect them with your cane, but with this attachment, it's a laser device, right? So mm-hmm. it senses it, and it, you know, it emits either beeps or vibrations or both, mm-hmm. and so you know that you're coming up, say, to some overhead branches mm-hmm. uh, or to uh, the back of a truck sticking up, you know, like the, the, the hitch, the trailer, you know, like the, like that, you know what I mean? Something, so you're coming up to a fence, you're coming, you know, anything like that, you, you, you will sense it. Do you really need that? Probably most people wouldn't spend the money to, you know, mm-hmm. to, to, but, but um, uh, yeah, if, if, uh, if you have the means to get one, if you, you know, then... But I think that CNIB doesn't have that kind of games yet, that no, has sensors. Have, but they're not, they're, that's, they're not handed out like canes are, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. I, some people actually, I, I don't know, I took part in a project to actually proto- to develop a prototype of these mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. And of course, the, man- the manufacturer, they just give them out to people who went on that project. So mm-hmm. I have one, but I hardly mm-hmm. use it, you know, I don't, mm-hmm. you know. You prefer the traditional uh, way. Yeah, or a dog, yeah. Mm-hmm. And do you have an idea about um, the, the use of um, GPS, this kind of uh, uh, tools that also modern tools that may help also people's ability to move to GPS would help a blind person <clears throat> the same way that it would help anybody else you know mm-hmm. um, you can have GPS on your phone now as you know on your smartphone mm-hmm. you can buy GPS devices you know hardware devices but they're they're, they're not cheap and people you can get them through ADP so people don't buy them mm-hmm. so you know basically If you have a smartphone or whatever, but you know, not every blind person can use a smartphone. So, just to understand, is it, is it possible to get it from ADP? No. Oh, no, okay. From your own package. No, they don't. these are sophisticated aids mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, they're, they're, not, they're not being looked at. Uh, well, maybe they're being looked at under ADP, but, you know, the budget, so on and so forth. And mm-hmm. I don't know all the details. All I know is that you can't get them. Mm-hmm. You cannot get them. Mm-hmm. Before to go to the uh, next question, Uh, for example, my, uh, uh, myself, uh, I sometimes... I listen, I'm sorry, but I listen, at least here you know they're available like in, in, <laughs> in other countries, like you, you, you wouldn't even 
know that they exist in, in the corrupt countries, you know, where the governments are corrupt and all that, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. But talking about other countries, uh, what do I do if, um, when I have a little bit uh, some uh, conditions? Yeah, I also buy some games and send to some countries. You can. You yeah. can, yeah. We discussed that last week. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can donate yeah. equipment to third world countries or other, you know, like you're saying, mm-hmm. you know. I remember to visit a country in which the young man, uh, 30 years old, never blind, never used a cane on his life. Mm-hmm always uh, put all his hand uh, over the shoulder of the mother yeah. for 30 years. Yeah. Wow, I saw that reality, so I gave yeah. him my own cane and my yeah. own watch, like yeah. talking watch, I give to him because yeah. uh, yeah. he's the only one that left over yeah. and uh, I came back to Canada without a cane. So it was yeah. like kind of an adventure for me, right. but sacrifice. But uh, like my heart really was very touched yes. uh, to 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 leave uh, like at least something for that young man. Mm-hmm. So it was in 2011. So now every year I send a cane for him. Very nice. Yeah. So this is my expectation for everyone to think about uh, other peoples abroad. Yeah. Yeah. Even my small organization I created is called the SBA Support for Blind Abroad. So um, I don't focus too much on it. But um, I also, I hope anytime I will be focused on it a little bit more, spend more time on it to obtain also support to help others. Yeah, do you have any specific message about it uh, for people like to think about others, like how to help other people? You have any message? Just the same, very same way you're going about mm-hmm. it, you know. Mm-hmm. But you're so enthusiastic about it that it, you sound like the person who's giving the support. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where in fact you're actually looking for sources, you know, of support mm-hmm. that you can refer, you know, um, people in other countries or even, you know, get them in touch. If you know somebody who needs support in another country, you can get them in touch with maybe an organization here. I guess that's what you're trying to do with this. Uh, Uh, venture of yours, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I used yeah. to send, for example, countries in countries yeah. living like Haiti, uh, Uganda, Rwanda, Burundi, Congo, mm-hmm. Zambia. I already yeah. send it to them. Right. Yeah. Of course, there's already the uh, NGO organizations, you know, mm-hmm. that, uh, the United Nations. <clears throat> so, I mean, I'm sure a lot of support is provided that way to other countries, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, but uh, this is, you know, For, for mobility, basically, these are the, the accommodations. Now, mm-hmm. one thing that, uh, uh, because people are aware now, like uh, that blind people need to know, for instance, when they come to some steps, mm-hmm. you know, they need a little bit of warning before the stairs will start. So mm-hmm. now they're starting to put like strips, tactile strips, just before you get to the steps, so you know that there are steps mm-hmm. coming up. And they do this, it's part of the bu- public you know, build, uh, building code, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, in all public wheels, they would do this, you know, subway stations, mm-hmm. uh, you know, even even on the sidewalk, you get to the end, you know, as you get to the end of the curb, you know, the curb is ramped down, you go to the next block, the curb is ramped up, you know, to go mm-hmm. to the next block, and there are, you know, t- uh, a tactile, you know, the, the, on, on, on the ramps themselves that you can feel with your feet as you, you know, you, you go over them, you know that you're on a ramp mm-hmm. at that point, right? Mm-hmm. So that's very helpful for, for, for partially sighted people. Mm-hmm. Signage is very helpful, mm-hmm. as it is for blind people too. Like, 
in most public buildings, you know, you go to the washroom, you have signs on the door, washrooms, you know, ladies or men's in braille and in, in, in raised letters. Mm-hmm. Very good. Before to go to the last question, yeah. it would be maybe meaningful also for me to remind our listeners, if someone really feel uh, attached into it, uh, if you go talk to your heart, uh, like I said, I am uh, Pastor Fernando Mendez, I'm also helping people with the uh, sightless condition and the, the way how I send the cane to them, to them and uh, talking watch. Yeah? Normally when I see missionaries going into those places, so I use the missionaries as my ambassadors. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, so if you feel like you want to help also to send any cane or talking watch, you can contact us. You can contact us. You can call me. My phone number uh, 1682791185. So we may find a way how to send the support to blind people abroad. So we're talking out of uh, Canada. So you may contact me. And so we also address to all listeners, I presume, yeah. Exactly, yes, yes. Yeah. If someone uh, thinks that uh, as a way to help in the same way I do. Yeah, we can do it together. And the last question uh, I would like also to obtain your experience Nat, is about uh, how do the government of Canada, for example, or other uh, companies or private organizations help people with disabilities, especially blind people, to get a ride, like uh, uh, to facilitate the mobility by using uh, uh, public transportations or or private transportation. So based on your own experience, what can you share with the listeners? Well, transportation is a provincial jurisdiction, right? So each province handles the transportation in that province and then each city handles the transportation needs in, in that city. So we live in Toronto here and public transit is, you know, is the TTC, subway, streetcar, buses, um, you get a TTC pass, CNIB from CNIB, so you don't you don't uh, pay when you get on the bus. It's free. Your companion, you can get a companion pass as well. Called the support person. Or right? support person or companion. Mm-hmm. Some people need a support person really to support them. Some people need a companion, just a companion for a little bit of help. Uh, company, and, and so anyway, it's free for both you go on the go on the train is I think it's two for one as well if you go on via rail uh, on go um, go train you know the same thing the idea behind that is that the blind person pays the companion or the support person doesn't pay mm-hmm. so you get but you can buy so your tickets then you get you buy one ticket and you get two tickets for you and your companion or support person. Wow, what a privilege. Eh? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I wish airlines did that, but they don't do that, <laughs> yeah, <it's laughs> don't do that yet. <laughs> and what is the participation of the, the, the doctors on it? Like uh, doctors, maybe specialists? Oh, for, for, for those types of passes. Maybe medical you know, requirement, maybe. For passes, you know, the, you, if you register with CNIB, that's all you need to get your TTC pass. And, and your companion, you know, the same way. Like as long as that, that would be enough to get your your your, your TTC passes and the companion pass. The doctor's letter, um, 
is also helpful, or if you, or uh, occupational therapist, the same thing, right? Mm -hmm. So you are saying like uh, medical information is already part of the application uh, yeah. for the CNIB, yeah? For, 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 for the companion, it certainly mm -hmm. is. That's part of the application. For the CNIB, it just, for the TTC pass through CNIB, it just goes, you're a CNIB client, you're entitled to that pass. Mm -hmm. No, we are uh, really, for me, like uh, we are making a comment on these uh, topics and subtopics yeah. because uh, the, our goal is to send a message to other communities and other countries for yeah. the leaders, those who are in a authority position to right. think about how to help people with disability. Sure. But also because even in Toronto, in Canada, a lot, a lot of people, they don't know the benefits they have, the privileges they have, the reason why right. is the rights they have. It's always, the reason why it's always good to raise this kind Maybe of business. Maybe next time we can talk about uh, the, the private transportation uh, mm -hmm. as well. But because you, you on, on, on public transportation, maybe some trips are very hard to do. Mm -hmm. Maybe par parts of the trips are very hard to do on, on your own or even with a companion and under certain conditions. Uh, and, and some trips, maybe you can't do them at all, depending again where you're going with your mobility restrictions, whatever, you know, whatever it is. So there's also, like everybody else who's restricted, by their mobility, there is private transportation like wheel trains. Mm -hmm. Maybe we can talk about that a little more in the next uh, mm -hmm. uh, podcast next week. Yeah, very good. Okay, so far so good. There was a very good uh, tip to our listeners once again, and uh, so. Uh, do your best, uh, try to obtain information as much as uh, you can. If you have any kind of uh, uh, mobility challenge or uh, you are a blind person, to obtain your, a lot of information that would be um, good for you if you are eligible to get any kind of benefits. It's good for you to be informed because a lot of, uh, there are a lot of resources in countries like Canada, especially in the city of Toronto, okay, which is uh, the best city to live eh? <laughs> in this matter. Okay. Okay. Thank so, you, Nat. Anything else you would like to add? It's always a pleasure to be uh, part of this uh, these podcasts of yours. And uh, so long and good luck. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. Uh, remember, now uh, Samuel always around us. Uh, to help us in the lobbies there, like uh, they are not seen, <laughs> they, they, they participate, but uh, always supporting us technically. Yeah, okay. thank you, listeners. Okay, thank you so much. You. See you. Pastor uh, Fernando Benjo, once again, all the best to you. God bless you. See you next time. Stay tuned.